0: The Machine is ever-turning, ever-hungry. How do you avoid being eaten? How do you avoid drifting into becoming another cog? Can you escape the Machine? Should you try, or is it impossible? Pondering these questions in more, are the Mention the Machine. Holy shit, we're back! It's the Mention the Machine, episode 14. This week, we're getting a little controversial with Doc Joe.
1: I don't know. I think he's a very important person
0: think so too but people are he's got some controversy around him
1: he's very binary either you hate him or you love him there's no in between usually
0: yeah but and i wonder about the people that hate him do they have they ever actually listen to him or they just know their friends say they hate him
1: they hate him because they're supposed to hate
0: them oh right right they've been programmed Programmed. yes follow the the routine for those of you that don't know we're talking about jordan pearson or excuse me he didn't go to medical school for eight years to be called Jordan Peterson, he's Dr. Jordan Peterson Yes he is So we're talking about Dr. Jordan Peterson We're talking about some of his uh, His things that he's put out there Some of the things that Joel and I have picked up on that make us uh, better people um, I put the quote at the top of the outline here One of the ones that I've been thinking about a lot lately is Don't practice things you don't want to be good at How many of us
1: But why not?
0: Oh because you don't want to be good at them Why would you want to make a bad habit of things you don't want to be good at? So you can beat them later? So you can beat them later. That's a... even listening to him much Goggins. <laughs> Come here, suck.
1: <laughs> I need to hug some suck. <laughs> there is, the, the reference he's making is... A couple weeks ago, he was talking about how he, had a, he uh, hurt his leg and he shouldn't be able to run again.
0: Goggins, not Peterson. Yeah, not Goggins. Me.
1: So, all these people said all this mail, oh, you'll never run again, this and that. He goes... You know those calm things, you know, all those lapping ocean waves and stuff. I took all the haters, and made a playlist, and I listened to it every night before I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, God gets a little dark sometimes.
0: So, uh, yeah, okay, the controversy, controversy. Yeah. So, in 2016, uh, Peterson released a series of YouTube videos about a uh, he's Canadian, in case you didn't know, but uh, some some Canadian human rights bill that was being passed that basically said that you have to. You have to call people a certain pronoun or something like that. And he he said, no, it's not for the government to say, I have to say one thing or the other. That's the antithesis of free speech. And people took that to mean that he was against gay people and against transgender people and things like that. When he's come out and said, you know, I don't care on a one-on-one basis if you want me to call you whatever pronoun. The government just can't tell me I have to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's the controversy that as far as I know, I mean. Now that's it. And then he went on the uh, his book, The 12 Rules for Life. He went on a interview for with a British woman, and she wanted to take him down for hating women. And one of the best moments of that interview is when they're talking and debating, and she goes, you got me. He goes, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and he never yelled at her. He never screamed at her. He's just very calm, very pleasant, very mannerly.
0: Yeah, that was the uh, the Vice interview, wasn't it? The one that they put up on Vice and Vice edited it so bad to make him look real bad, and then he released the full video and he's <laughs> like, "Look, this is exactly what happened," and everyone was mad. Like I actually used to like Vice as a channel and thought that I had good programming and stuff, but I'm like a weird echo. But they, uh, but after that, it was I realized that they're doing the same thing other media is doing, where they're just putting forth their own version of events. Yep, that was a, that's a fun video to watch on YouTube because it's a, one of the things that he. The thing I think he got her with was she was saying how something about uh, changing the facts to make somebody a victim or something or to to be prejudiced against somebody. He's like, isn't that what you're doing to me right now? And she didn't have an answer for it because that's exactly what she was doing. She kept asking him the same question in different
1: terms. So we're going to start with the 12 Rules of Life, which is a book that I tried to read or listen to on Audible, and I couldn't get through it. So I listened to double speed, double the speed to get through it. <laughs> if if you don't know Jordan
0: Peterson, he sounds a little bit like Kermit the Frog.
1: Kermit oh, the Frog, here I mean Jordan Peterson.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So listening to an, on an audiobook is hard. Um, I have to say I I own both of his books and I I bought the second book on oh, an audiobook because it was easier to listen to than read the whole book because sometimes it's a little dense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and if you
1: want to cheat, I'm gonna skip it a little bit.
0: <laughs> there's a guy by the name of Akira
1: K- The Don who created a thing called Meaning Wave, where he takes like these figures that have had these like prolific ideas, and he boils them down to songs, so they're easier to digest.
0: Yep, he's done uh, a lot of the people that we listen to: we love. Jocko, Goggins, Peterson, uh, Naval, um, Naville, Naval and um, Naval. Who else on there? Uh, Gary Vee We haven't talked about. Um, there's a bunch on there. Mm-hmm. But it's a—it's uh, usually good stuff, good, good, spe- good speeches from them.
1: Yeah. Anyway, the 12 rules for life.
0: 12 rules for life, according to J- Jordan Peterson. These are rules to combat chaos. Rule number one, stand up straight with your shoulders back. <laughs> Joe just did an example of it, but it looked like he was going to fold himself in half.
1: This first section talked about lobsters, because apparently he loves lobsters. And the reason he talks about lobsters is because their nervous system's a lot like ours, and it's based off of serotonin. He talks about when lobsters get into fights, if you want to fight, they get more serotonin. They perk up and they get kind of bigger. And if you lose a conf- conflict, you kind of like shrink down and like crouch over and huddle yourself over because you lost. Yep. And they found that if they injected serotonin into these lobsters that lost, they got more confidence and they actually started winning.
0: And the serotonin is also one of the things that a lot of antidepressants uh, affect in your your body is they, they boost your serotonin, so they make you happier and they make you more confident. I've also heard about this stand-up straight with shoulders back. There was a TED Talk that they made us listen to at work where it was talking about assuming a power pose before you went into a meeting or something. And it was like, you know, bigger, like open your chest and like spread your arms out and like, you know, assume a bigger pose posture and you felt better going into the meeting so i think there's something to that In but he's also saying like whatever whatever you're facing in life like face it boldly like don't don't cower from it stand up to it and like embrace the embrace the suck of it but realize that like don't be a bitch and yeah, don't be a bitch don't don't listen to your inner bitch number
1: two do treat yourself like you're the someone you're responsible for helping
0: Treat yourself like someone you were responsible for helping. Um, an interesting thing that Jordan Peterson points out is that most people are more likely to give their dog medication than themselves. They will take they will take better care of other things than they will themselves. And I see this a lot of time where people are more concerned about other people's health than they are their own. I always tell people, you get on the airplane, what do they tell you? Put when your mask on the, when first. When the
1: mask fall, put yours on first and then somebody else. Yeah, you can't help anybody else if you're blacked out. Help yourself, and you help other people. Yeah.
0: And by the way, if you're on an airplane, you you are not better equipped to fly the plane than the pilot, unless you are a pilot. In which case, like, just chill out, because <laughs> there's nothing you can do.
1: If i played hours and hours of Microsoft Flight Simulator.
0: Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you might be able to do it. I don't know. So, yeah, treat yourself like someone you're responsible for helping. That means look at your life and say, okay, if this were somebody else, what advice would I give to them? And that'll get you pretty far, I think. Mm-hmm. Make, rule number three, make friends with people who want the best for you. I screwed that up.
1: Make friends with people who want the best for you. How'd mm-hmm. you screw that up? Because I'm friends with you. No, you didn't. We keep each other accountable. Just last night, actually, I made sure that you can keep me accountable for going through all these courses I've been buying. Because I've been on a spree of buying stuff, and I'm like, wow, I should start using this stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean this is that whole you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with yep. type of thing. So it's like if your friends if your friends don't want the best for you, if your friends are negative and things like that, then you're not going to get where you should be in life. Whereas if you have friends that actually want the best for you or are looking out for you, they're going to uplift you, they're going to yeah, high I was high seas raise all ships or whatever. It's high, so,
1: high tides raise all boats. Yeah, there
0: that's that's it. So like when one of your friends is doing really well and then everyone else probably will do well in that group. There's also that thing that I've been talking about recently where it's uh, when we were kids and you had a group of friends but one kid was obese and now it's like all the kids are obese and there's like one skinny friend. Uh It's like, well, you're more likely to – if you go into a group as like the skinny guy, the healthy guy, you're more likely to adopt the bad habits of the people than the other way around. Uh So – Be around people that want the best for you.
1: Apparently, because of my biking last year, I am now the skinniest and most unfit person playing Dungeons & Dragons in my group. Wow. And they're like three to four years younger than me. (laughs) Dungeons & Dragons. The old
0: man's got it. The old man. Don't let the old man in.
1: Number four. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Not Not to someone who else is today. I like to say, the only person you compete against is yourself. Mm
0: -hmm. Or in the words of uh, Pat McNamara If you were cloned yesterday what could you do today To kick your clone's ass tomorrow Buy a pistol Well your clone might buy a pistol
1: No this is today I don't have a pistol yesterday
0: Well no your clone Your clone has all of the day prepared to fight you tomorrow Also
1: You didn't say that Yeah if
0: you were cloned yesterday What could you do today to kick your clone's ass tomorrow Yes. So you both have one full day of preparation You were the same person when you were cloned you left that part out
1: when you told me this thing no, before.
0: No, no, that, that's an exact
1: quote, man. You always told me the clone. I had to fight the yesterday's clone with today. The so therefore, I assume that the clone didn't have any. It was yesterday's clone. No,
0: no, no. It's, it's a way to think about. Okay, well, I don't want to. I don't want to work out today. It's like, well, your clone doesn't want to work out today, but maybe he is. And tomorrow we're gonna fight. Maybe that clone's gonna beat my ass because I didn't work out. I don't like
1: that quote anymore. <laughs> but yeah you should you shouldn't compare yourself to anybody else because you don't know and there's all these other variables
0: right the variables the, ver- the variables are all the same with you from yesterday you can compare yourself to yesterday and say okay most of the things about me today are the same they were yesterday not not you know the person down the street that looks like they're killing it on all levels but you know they might uh, you know they might be crying themselves to sleep at night cuz whatever whatever joe yeah
1: do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them.
0: Number five. And this is a good one. I like this one because it talks about how your job as a parent is to prepare your children for the world.
1: Yes, your children shouldn't suck.
0: Yeah, so if your children do things that annoy you, then they're going to annoy people out in the world. And your children are not going to be prepared to go to a job market, and to, to interact with other human beings. Mm-hmm. Your children are going to be terrible people. They're going to be terrible human beings, and they're going to they're gonna pay a price for it. So teach your children to be nice and behave with other people. My favorite quote from my father's was,
1: when I do what I'm not around. <laughs> Who's going to whoop you then?
0: Number six, set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. I always like this one because this resonates with uh, something I heard many, many years ago about people that are worried about air pollution, but they're smoking cigarettes. At the time, I was smoking cigarettes, and I was worried about things like air pollution and the pollution of the oceans. And You're like a fucking that. hypocrite. No, back then I was, but
1: this you were like, a fucking
0: hypocrite. Man, I was I was 21 years old. You tell me a 21 year old is not a hypocrite.
1: True, but uh, yeah, you gotta take care of yourself because Jordan Peterson talks about. But if we're trying to change the world, how about you change your room? Yeah. And then you try and change things with your family. And then you start going up the line. Yeah. Like, if you can't do the small stuff, how you can you do the big stuff? Yeah,
0: because it's, it's a massive undertaking to change things on that level. But changing things on the small level, changing things on the micro level is possible and doable. And it, it's still hard. But doing it, I mean, quitting smoking is a pain in the ass to do. But it's a lot easier to do that than to me to reduce the carbon emissions of fucking 7 billion people on the planet.
1: Mm-hmm. Pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient.
0: Yeah, this this one's uh, this one's kind of tricky because it's like, well, you got to define what's meaningful to yourself first of all. But sometimes people like to think they're getting things done when they're just doing busy work. Is kind of how I take that. Oh, See, so the way I
1: look at it is, for you, meaningful is I don't know, drinking a nice cold beer, enjoying yourself. With your, with your wife going on vacation and trips? Mine might just be going out, flying a plane, like our RC plane, or something. Takes a photography. Like, what's meaningful? For you? What is what is your purpose?
0: Yeah, I mean, what, what your meaning is is different, but it's basically
1: saying do no, what no, saying what's meaningful for you to get to where you're going.
0: Right. Do do what's meaningful to the individual, but yeah. not not just what's quick to get done. Like, yeah sometimes people do things fast just to think they're they're doing stuff when it's they're not actually affecting anything. Tell the truth or at least don't
1: lie. This one's a tough one. Well it's not really hard for me. <laughs> as my mother says, always tell the truth. But as my ninth grade English teacher told me not to be don't be so blunt about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's there's a difference between telling the truth and being a dick. Um but I think for a lot of people it's Telling the truth, the truth, the truth is very hard to nail down sometimes to be 100% truthful because things are, you know, there's opinions about things, there's facts about things and things you think that are true, aren't really true. So don't lie means like don't outright tell a lie when you know you're telling a lie. Yeah. Which is, it's hard to do. I mean, I, and I, I don't
1: care what George Costanza says. If you believe it's a, in a lie, it's not a lie. It's still a fucking lie. Yeah, of course it is. It's still a lie. It's, does the lie detector tell you it's a lie? <laughs> Now, this one has home for me. Assume that the person you're listening to might know something you don't.
0: Yeah, and listen listen intently enough that they they want to tell you. That's the trickier part about it. And I, I have that one, too, because I get impatient with people because they, they don't get to the point fast enough. And I start zoning out and start thinking about other things, and I don't listen well enough
1: as I should. You know, they call it active listening and things like that nowadays. See, the way I look at it is I've said this a lot of times where people are like, oh, I, you don't understand this, da 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 you have no clue. What I understand. How about you expect? You don't ex- expect that you know everything because you don't,
0: Joe. You don't understand what it's like to be a white man in today's world.
1: What are you talking about? Mm. Sure. Not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> be precise in your speech. Rule number ten. This is uh This is. This is about slowing down and making sure that the things you're saying are the right way you're saying them, because words have meanings, and it's hard to...
1: You can't, you can't take them back.
0: Yeah, you can, especially nowadays, you can't take them back, so you gotta... This is why he tripped up that lady in that advice interview, because he's very precise in what he talks about and how he says things. He thinks about them, and he says them the right way. Because words have meaning, and if you get it really into Jordan Peterson, you'll—he's got a whole series about the Bible, where he goes into the creation of the world and everything, and how it all starts with the logos, which is like the word of God. And that's so us being able to speak is tied into the word of God.
1: Mm -hmm. Crazy stuff, but good. Do not bother children when they are skateboarding.
0: (laughs) This one's a weird one, but yeah, I don't remember this one. His basic point is like where there's too much coddling going on around kids trying to protect them from stuff so uh-huh. kids aren't out there doing dangerous things and building up their self-confidence and stuff uh-huh. whereas if you watch kids at skateboard like they're constantly falling down constantly hurting themselves so they keep getting up and keep doing the thing over and over again until they can accomplish the, tr- the trick or the task and then when they finally nail it it's like that's very cool uh-huh. and they can do it forever yeah so but like but bothering them also he said um in the book, his story was that the school, or the, the neighborhood he was in, the parents raised a bunch of money to build this <laughs> playground, but then some kids got hurt, so they, they tore down the playground. It's uh-huh. like, well, where the hell were the kids at? The kids had nowhere else to go play because uh-huh. they got hurt there. It's like, well, the next day, the kids were on top of the goddamn school because uh-huh. <laughs> they had nowhere else to go. So kids are going to seek out dangerous things because they're trying to challenge themselves and prove themselves. Uh-huh. So just don't bother them when they're skateboarding. Like, it's, I don't know, I never understood that, like. They're doing very min- very minimal property damage, I think, by grinding a rail. Mm-hmm. Rule number twelve. Ooh, we're getting down there. Pet a cat when you encounter one on the street. I don't see. I knew what this one meant, but I'm not sure entirely what it means now. But it's he talks about how cats are barely domesticated, but they tolerate us. But I don't know what that has to do with your life. I think it's like stop and smell the roses. Probably. Um,
1: I can't remember this one either.
0: Yeah. Damn. Damn our ill-preparedness.
1: Yeah. But well, cats are good to pet anyway. I think we're going to cut it here because we are short on time for this episode.
0: Yeah, we got six minutes. We won't go through Beyond Order. that the second book. Um, maybe we'll just read them real quick. Okay. Rule number one, do not carelessly denigrate social institutions or creative achievement. We could have a whole episode on that. Yeah. Number two, imagine who you could be and then aim single-mindedly at that have an whole episode on that number three do not hide on one of all these we could have a whole
1: episode i on. guess i guess that's what we're gonna do
0: do not No, nah, I, I think we're gonna have to break this up into just next episode we're gonna do a little longer one we're gonna do this book yeah. um yeah do not notice that opportunity lurks where responsibility, where responsibility has been abdicated do not do what you hate abandon ideology work as hard as you possibly can on at least one thing and see what happens try to make one room in your house as beautiful as possible if old memories still upset you, write them down carefully and completely. Page turned. Plan and work diligently to maintain the romance in your relationship. Do not allow yourself to become resentful, deceitful, or arrogant. Be grateful in spite of your suffering. And, jo- and uh, Joel mentioned the Meaning Wave. So if you wanna wanna get a little sampling of Jordan Peterson with some some ne- neat beats, neat beats. Check out uh, Akira the Dawn on uh, Spotify. Uh-huh. He's got some other cool stuff out there, too. Yep. And then uh, Jordan Peterson has a self-authoring suite, which is a series of questions to guide you to figuring out where you want to be in the future. It's uh, it's worth checking out if you've never done any sort of life planning exercise like that. But uh, we'll come back with the uh, the second book next next week. Yep.
1: I just Realized I didn't read that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well,
1: thank you, everybody.
0: Thanks, to everyone. For Sorry me. for the delay,
1: but the weather's been a little
0: bad. Weather and COVID, and
1: hopefully, we'll be back in two weeks.
0: Maybe next week. We'll, next,
1: we're we gonna do one next week.
0: We'll, we'll aim for. It. We'll see if, okay. the weather, if the weather cooperates. Well, hopefully, the weather cooperates.
1: We'll get another one in next week, and we'll start back on our path.
0: Yeah. Then you'll be hearing from us every two weeks again.
1: Yep. Woo. See ya. See ya.
0: That wraps up another episode of The Mention The Machine. If you would like to contact or subscribe to the podcast, please visit thementionthemachine.com. If you would like to leave a voicemail, please call 412 294